It's been awesome here at All-Star Weekend. Huge thank you to the general for making all of this possible. I know the general's meant a lot to you, but also for this podcast, they've been unbelievable. Also want to thank the general for a great low rate. You can get online, go to the general. Let's hate some time. Hey. Love you guys at the general. Appreciate it. Thank you to Iverson. Thank you to Mac McClung. Another great episode of the Big Podcast. Thanks to Shane. Thanks to Playmaker. I love you guys. About to get it cracking. Love you guys. Thank you. I do it big, big, big. I'm coming to win. I do it big, big, big. Say it again. I do it big. We are now welcoming in an 11-time All-Star. An NBA MVP, a Hall of Famer, one of the top 75 greatest players of all time. His crossover was so killer that if you fell victim, you might cross over. Sleeves, braids, an icon that is emulated to this day, his fierceness and mentality with him, there was no play. He is the question. He is the answer. He is the reason so many of us wore number three, Allen freaking Iverson. Man, that was tough right there. <clears throat> Ooh, that was tough. That, hey, Adam, that boy always shining. <laughs> that boy shining. What's up, brother? How you doing? What's up, baby? Wow. Can you hear me? You're in the flesh, bro. I, I got my answers on. I, I got my Iverson hoodie this is the one. No offense to you, bro. This is the one. He is. Do you remember the first time we met? Let me tell you the first time we Wait, met. And then I, all I remember is you, every time I went to L.A., I had my chain out, and then he had tuck it in. He had tucked my chain in. And then I'm, I'm seeing interviews. I'm seeing you on TV. And what you rock? I seen that Superman chain, man. Yeah, but... I was in the area and I knew certain oh, that people. Oh, that was your stomping ground. No, 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 I'm just saying I knew certain people and I ain't want you out there. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? So I always had to protect you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Before you came in, I knew nothing about you. Let me explain. I don't pay attention to other players. First time I saw you was at that preseason game versus the Lakers when you and Nick was going at it. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. So, bro, Allen came, he hit Nick with a move. So, you know me. Nick buses. So yeah, like, we're talking about Nick Van Axel. Nick Van Axel. So about five, six minutes, him and Nick is going at it. That's when I knew he was a problem. I knew he was a problem, and, and I really, really paid attention. And he was always my favorite player. And during the uh, uh, scouting report, they was like, hey, when AI come off that screen, you got to show up. I was like, nope. Oh, you bragging on defense? Y'all got him. So <laughs> I used to let him go, White Chocolate go, T-Mac, and Vince Carter and Vince go. Vince Carter. I never thought. I had. I had to follow him hard one time. That was in the finals. And his mom gave me the it? craziest look. No, listen. <laughs> this dude right here gave me the worst injury I had in my career. And you were You don't even remember up. that. I was, I was coming down full speed, and you tried to get in front of me, and your knee hit me in my thigh. I had a thigh bruise. I was out like two months Damn. from that injury. Yeah. You got big knees, bro. Yes, sir. You ain't getting no icy hot? Man, look. Hold on. Hold on. Man up, Allen Iverson. Icy hot. <laughs> Hold on. I got I got the picture in my phone. Cause I was um I was gonna post it. I got the picture in my phone. And then you tried to help me up. That was the worst part. You're gonna hurt me and then help me up. Anyway. But you my man though, you know that. The big podcast of Shaq is presented by the general. You know your boy Shaq loves the general. 
Before the league, before the rings, before I got my big break, I've been rocking with the general. The general has been offering quality coverage for 60 years, and now they want to give you a break when you need it. Flexible payment options, huh? Flexible payment options that keep you covered. The ability to pick your due date, huh? <laughs> and low rates and low down payments. Visit thegeneral.com and get a quote. That's thegeneral.com and get a quote today. And it wouldn't be the big podcast if it wasn't presented by The General. For me, one of the greatest moments, I know you guys won the series, but game one, 54? 45. No, was it 55? 48, 48. 48. 48 points. You had the one move to where you went baseline and jumped around him in the lane with the floater. Eric Snow had the big shot. Rajah Bell had the big shots. That, I know y'all won, but you hadn't lost at all. That felt like a championship, that game one, man. No, it didn't. Damn. <laughs> so, what, so, to me, it was like one of the great – what was it like for you to take game one in that series? Man, because they were um, – they were juggernauts. You know what I mean? Um, the perfect two superstars, and then you got all of them guys yeah. around them that make Fisher, yeah. All I mean the, the the perfect puzzle. You know what I mean? Um and it's crazy because everybody talked about how Kimbe did a good job on him. But he averaged what, Reggie? 35? I think and it was 15? Like 35 and 15. Yeah, and I'm like, everybody keeps in mind Dikembe did a good job on Shaq. Like, what game was y'all watching? <laughs> and that's my man. Like what game was y'all watching? Like we we I'm telling you, Kobe, Kobe did some things um to help them get over the hump. He didn't have no explosive mm. series. And if we could have did anything with Shaq, anything, like just say probably 25 and 10, we might have a chance. But yeah. I mean, when I tell you dominated that series dominated yeah that, you know what i mean that would have been a hard series for me and, and, and let me tell you why i love you usually i have to go into a series mad to get into that mode but i just couldn't like ai is my boy ai is my boy and jerome knew that uncle jerome you know uncle jerome he didn't want me to be soft so dikembe says i'm the defensive player of the year we don't need the double team so I'm, I'm, I'm just like, oh, we about to play Philly. I don't know. And Uncle Jerome brings an article. He said, hey, man, the Kimbe said he's going to play you one-on-one. Bro, you're just trying to get me pumped. I'm going to be ready. He said, no, that's what he said. So I looked at it, and it was quotes. And I said, yeah. And then I'll be watching TV that night, and he said, I'm the Kimbe Mutombo. I'm the defensive player of the year. So now I'm pissed. So now the first play of the yeah, game, I, I get it. And this standing behind me, I'm like, oh, they're not going to double me? And then the Kimbe made the mistake of 7-4 going to 6-11. And he put his face right behind my shoulder. I try to knock his teeth out of my every time. Yeah. Through the ball. I mean, just <laughs> won't even a dunk. Just, man, look here. When, when he would physically impose himself on people, did you feel bad watching, like, Todd McCullough or Dikembe taking one right yeah, to the face? Yeah, I felt bad. Hell, yeah. I felt bad for them. And I felt bad for me <laughs> for losing. You know what I mean? Like, just couldn't nobody, like, you know, I love the centers today. I love the way the game um, is elevating. Um, I love um, 
you know, the, the skill set of a lot of centers. But I'm talking about the word dominant is Shaq. Mm. The word dominant is it belongs to him. You know what I mean? Like, you could not do nothing. nothing. What, what word belongs to you, would you say? Dominant. Dominant, yeah. yeah. I call myself, I call myself Baby no, Shaq. Really? How, how did you? I where, wanted to dominate like Shaq, like Shaquille O'Neal. Where did you get that from? Because when I, like, from the day one to the day you left, even though you're small in size, you always came in the lane. I mean, one time, I blocked your shot and you kept coming in. And then I kept getting in foul trouble. I'm like, this ain't stopping. Uh-uh. Like, so, like. I throw that thing to the ceiling. Yeah, you, you did. But my question is, like, where did you get that, that, that mental fortitude Football to player. say? Football player. Where I'm from, um, I remember um, Stephen A. said something um, a while back. He was like, after all the stuff that he'd been through in his life, the game is easy when you make it from where I'm from. It's just a game. I was telling Reggie, my man, keep bringing him up because he's my basketball head. Like, we always just talk basketball. And he was like, man, did you get nervous <clears throat> before games? And I was like, hell yeah. Like, I got nervous if I played one-on-one. I got nervous pickup, preseason game, regular season game. So every game is the same to me. I'm going to play the same way regardless of if it's the first game of the season or we're in the finals. I'm going to play the, the same way. You know what I mean? And all it take is, you know, the nervous energy. All it takes is somebody to run into you one time, and then I just go away. Has anyone ever made you fearful? Like when we, I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago, and kind of went viral. Let's say when I, I, I first played against Jordan, I was terrified. So is any player, like when you first saw him at your position or any position, that like when you, when, when you first arrived in the NBA, it's like, oh, my God, there he is. Stephon Marbury, Marbury. And Steve Nash. Really? Yeah. But see, um, I remember my first game and KJ was, I was the same speed, fast like him, all that. But he had that, I call it a John Stockton mentality. Just, mm. You know, you might not be so athletic, but. The game you, is slow in your it's, mind. It's slow down. And then. Coach Brown used to tell me, like, you don't have to go fast all the time. You know what I mean? You got to think the game. KJ was backdooring me. He was just destroying me because he was just outsmarting me. And that was the first time I got destroyed in my life. He had, um, what he had, 36, 9 and 9. And um, I remember Mo Cheeks coming up to my locker and was like, you know, don't worry about it. I was literally crying. And he was like, don't Regular worry about season it. season game. Huh? Like a regular season. Regular game. season. I never, I never let nobody destroy me like that. And um, and he was like, "Don't worry about the AI. One day you'll get somebody 36.99. And I never forget that. And I and I just saw um KJ in LA, and we talked about that. When you say KJ, who are you referring? Kevin to? Johnson. Kevin Johnson. So Kev- Kevin Johnson got yeah. you. Destroyed. So me. you were talking though about Steve Nash as well. Steve and um Steve was hell with the pick and roll. Because um, if you go under it, mm. then he's just going to shoot it. Knocked if you out. go over, he turn in the corner. You know what I mean? Um, and Stefan was just so strong and powerful and, and fast. You know what I mean? Like He was cool, Steph too. Tried to, Steph tried to bully me, man. 
I love the convenience of having clothes to wear for different occasions, whether I'm doing the big podcast at NBA All-Star, working out, or on the set at TNT. Having options in my closet is a must. American Giant makes clothing that fits into your life. They have an impressive selection to choose from. I'm telling you. So if you're on the hunt for the perfect t-shirt, jeans, or a super soft sweatshirt, American Giant has what you're looking for. You know, partner, my favorite is the crew t-shirt because it's both comfortable and fashionable. So shop for closet staples that you can wear anywhere at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code BIG at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code BIG. So Shaq's the kind of guy that you don't get jealous often, but sometimes certain people's cool. You wish, like you were saying, sometimes you wish you could drive a Porsche or sometimes you wish to drive a Lambo. Was there anything of his swag that you were jealous of? Everything. Yeah, <laughs> I figured. Because. You I, can't grow cornrows. I took, well, no, I wasn't trying to go on cornrows, but <laughs> we're from similar places, similar backgrounds. But, you know, when you, you come in, they, they throw this word in your face, corporate, corporate, corporate. And, you know, some people either go here or there. I had to learn how to be in the middle. But, you know, I always rock the chains. But when we saw him and, he, 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 you know, he took all the battles for us, I'm tatted because of you. Wow. My whole body is tatted because of you. Because I got one tattoo went crazy. <laughs> went crazy. So after he did it and people just started, you know, accepting it, Everything he one, did. One in college. Which, what was your first tattoo? Bulldog. The Bulldog, Bulldog. the George, Georgetown Bulldog. Mm -hmm. And then Boya. when I got to the league. He went crazy. He got addictive. Yeah. You know what What I mean? was your first tattoo? The Superman tattoo, and it was real small. Right here on the left. So when he started doing the tattoos, did you? it just like swept through the NBA? Yes, everybody started doing. He he started doing that. He started like you know. Dennis was first though, Shaq. No, no, but Dennis ain't. But Dennis ain't with us. I know, man. <laughs> Dennis ain't with us. Yeah, Dennis. Dennis over there. I'm talking about us. I'm talking about. I'm talking about from the hood, rims, cars, speakers. You know. And I took and I took that whipping for. Yeah. I took whipping for being myself. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Um. But you actually taught me how to be myself too. I mean, everybody else is taking up. Why not be you? Yeah. I can't stand when people be just just don't love who God created. God created you. That's disrespect for you to want to be something else. I won't uh, 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 doing nothing wrong. I got my braids because I was tired of barbers um, on the road fucking my hair up. Pushing your line back like Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> I knew you was going there. I knew you was going there. <laughs> yes, sir, Alan Allison. <laughs> you terrible, man. Oh, man. You are terrible. Stephen I mean, A. Smith got his line pushed back so far. No, but that, like even your mom doing your braids on the bench. That was my aunt. That was your everybody that think was, it was my mom. They, but that was iconic. That was coming out. You know, you didn't see that in the NBA ever. No, you never saw it. Man, listen. Let me tell you about this dude. And I, I mean, I, I got to brag on you, man, because I love you. This dude right here, man, I was always jealous of his teammates. Like always, and, and had nothing to do with basketball. Nothing to do with basketball, just being around him. Just that energy, just that, that live, what is it? Live, laugh, love. I don't know if it's the right order. 
That's unbelievable. Yeah, like that's what I mean. That's the on there. Like people in the Midwest have in their kitchen. Live, laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, okay, go back. But just him that's, as a human, just yes, to spend man. 82 I'm like, games. I'm like, damn, like y'all got a chance to be around him every day. You know what I mean? And, and I had that same love for um, Aaron McKee and Eric Snow. Oh, the best. You know what I mean? But Shaq was like, I always thought that, and I tell people this all the time, I always thought that if I played with Shaq, it wouldn't be fair. Oh, it wouldn't. Oh, I wanted to get into So what would happen, AI and Shaq together? Same thing that I did with Penny. Same thing I did with Kobe. Same thing I did with D-Wade. I'm going to throw that thing in there. And when and I get double, I'm going to throw right back. I'm going to wait for that, you to that, double. That's it. And, I'm, and, and once you try to close out, I'm running right by you. Layups all day long, or dunks in my early years. All right, so let's build of your era, so not all time. You're at the five, you're at the one. Who are we putting at two, three, four? Kobe. Somebody different. Kobe. I'm, I'm going to take me out. No, I actually want others. Like if we're building around you two. Let me go first while you think oh, about yeah. it. Him at the one. Yeah. I'm going to go T-Mac at the two. I'm going to give him a chance. Give him a chance. T-Mac at the two. At the three, I'm going to go. Crazy. Do we want a uh, do we want a superstar team or do, or do we want a regular team? I want I want superstar. So All I want, right. So I'm at moved. the three, big dog Glenn Robinson. Woo. And at the four, I'm gonna go with. We we need somebody crazy. I hate to say this name, punk Dennis Rodman. Yo. <laughs> Why is he punk Dennis Rodman? Hey Dennis. I ain't say nothing. Hey, AI. Shaq, Kobe, Dennis on the same team. Who's the biggest superstar? Superstar? Yeah. Shaq, Kobe, and Dennis on the same team. Who's the biggest superstar? You. No. Kobe? Dennis, Dennis Rodman. I know that. I mean, I heard all the stories. Bro. Yeah, I thought you was talking about just superstar. Dude, you told me some stories now. This dude will come in. The meeting's at, at 5.30. Like, you got to be there at 5.30, 45 minutes ago. He'll come in with 40 minutes on the clock eating chicken and rice, not paying attention, doing it in the middle of the meeting, take a cold shower, not paying attention. We go out first, then he'll come out, give you 25 rebounds, stinking like a put his clothes on and go to the club and have the baddest woman I've ever seen in my life. Surrounded him, hugging that's him, That's the reason him. you don't like him is because he had the baddest woman. No, I'm like, I'm like, this would stink like... He smelled like garbage truck water, and he got models. He got models on him at the club. Like I, I, I was a party guy. I, I, I thought some party I had some thing, but I ain't never seen what I seen with Dennis Rodman. I was actually mad. Me and Uncle That's Roman. What I mean, like he's no, with I was mad. Electra. Yeah, I, I was mad. Not because he had the girl. I'm like this. Ain't even wash his ass. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> My five. All right, let's get to AI's five. <laughs> All right, first, first, I want to talk about um, Jim O'Brien. I had a coach. I, I, I just thought about it. Oh, yeah, I remember you, um, Jim. Huh? I remember Jim. Man, look here, dog. Defensive specialist. Listen, man, I'm talking about everything written on paper, like the substitutions, the same, you know what I mean? Every, man, anyway. Man, let me tell you what this dude did to me. I was out. He told me, he said, my friend, I had, 50, I think 55 in the game the night before. He called me in his office. He said, my friend said he seen you out at 5 in the morning last night. I'm suspending you for the game in Miami. You can't go to Miami. 
I'm talking about, I played well, he my- He was just trying to keep you from Miami. I, I mean, you trying to keep us from winning too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You like had a lot of those people, I feel like, in your life. Yeah. yeah. But, but let me stick up for him for a second. So, for those who don't know about this thing of ours, there ain't no set time on when you when you have to go to bed and how many hours of rest you need. Cause I wasn't out, but I'm up. You know, Shane. No, I text her like I don't. I can't go to bed till five or six a.m. Yeah, no, and and all the times that I did try to go to bed early, I played like man. So, you know, it ain't no. I was out. Yeah. So like I it ain't no. Streets. But but I'm saying it ain't no set. Like oh, you need to do it. Nah, that that's a myth. I never go to bed early. Ever since, ever since 18 years old, I've never went to bed before, before 12 o'clock. Ever. We play at seven o'clock. That's what I'm saying. You could take a nap. We play at seven o'clock. I'm saying you could take a nap. It does my thing. Stay out all night, right? Like just four. Get up at ten, right? So that's five hours right there. Go to shoot around, mess around, come back. Two turkey club fries and a pineapple soda, and then I sleep the four hours. That's what I need before the game. Like if I get that three hours before the game, no matter what I did night for. I'm killing somebody. So like, so like you know, they always try to make a big deal of, of him going out, but we was always out on the road. And it's always. only basketball, man. It's only basketball. So you tell me if I'm in the, if I'm going to the play pickup ball, and they play at seven o'clock. Yeah, I'm good. Basketball good. was fun as hell. I don't care what time the game is. We had remember back then, um, the uh, what was the ABC yeah. games. Uh, 12 o'clock? Yeah. Come on, man. Those were and bad. Be, and, and I might not get into 2, 3 in the morning. Right. But it's basketball. I love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't wait. I mean, I'm going to play harder than anybody. You know, I mean, they give... Russ play hard. I love Russ. He play hard, and he remind me of myself, of just the energy, just, just a boat of energy, man. You know what I mean? I, like, you owe it. Man, you owe it to the fans. You owe it to your team. You owe it. You owe it to God for giving you the talent. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I play every game like it was my last. You guys both love Russ. He says the same thing. He plays he, the game just I like, like you because he's tough too. Well, oh, he never gave us his five. Yes. Oh, I um, Steph. Ooh. So my, you, Steph, he's my favorite. No, I ain't. I'm in it. I'm no, no, man, you in it. Yeah, you have to be in it. I got to take Steph off. I can't take Steph off. I got to put Steph in. You can both in. Nah, do that. man, you in it. No, I, but see, I got my whole lineup. Okay. All right, let me, let me let you hear my lineup first. Okay, yeah. All right. Steph, Kobe, Mike, LeBron, Diesel. Diesel. Okay. Now you have to go in it, so who are we taking out? Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> Just, that, that's kind of today's NBA. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Who in the league reminds you of yourself today besides Westbrook? I'm, 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 I'm talking this new era. Everybody say, everybody say Ja. Oh, um, yeah. But, man, let me talk about this guy. What the hell is wrong with Luca? Luca's different. Yeah. Yeah, 73 Luka. in Atlanta. Ball on the string. Even, I'm not even, I ain't, you can go there, but I didn't even want to go there. You know what I mean? That goes without saying, 73. Sure. I'm talking about his style. Like, yeah. it's just, it's, it's kind of like street ball, 
mixed, I mean, like mixed in with the street ball. And then I don't, I don't nobody take this the wrong way. He's slow as hell. No, hell. I mean, yeah, he move yeah. at his own pace. Right. But I won't gonna say that. I'll let you say it. Cause they probably kill me for it. No, you should say it. We can edit it out. We won't. Man, yeah, he played the way he played. White? He plays like a white guy? No, he plays like a black guy. Ah, gotcha. He has style. Oh, oh, let me fix it. He has swag. He got swag. Got it. Ah, okay. He got swag. Got there you go. Got he got swag. Yeah, no, you, he you, is. you could. I mean, man, he's, he's so cool out there. I mean, he just everything's just just slow. I mean, just major moves, just and a wet ball. I mean, he shoot the blood out of that thing. Man, Luca is. You played in an era where we were allowed to touch people up, hand checking up the court. Somebody asked me this the other day, so I'm gonna ask you: What would you average in the game today? I don't, if you went for it, that's ain't that too my horn? Of my course, horn. but your yours a horn. Oh, it's okay. Okay, if 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 I if 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 I averaged thirty, I lost the scoring title to Kobe. The year he averaged 35, I averaged 33. Man. And I'm just thinking, like, if if I was to play in this area where it's wide open, if I can average 33 in a season, I'm going to just take it up to 43. Mm. I know 10 points more. I agree with that. Got to be. And then what's he doing in this era? God damn. He's up against Chet Holmgren, who's great. Yo. He's, re- he's good. Hey, Chet played in my game. Really I love Chet. I love Chet, too. But look, Barbecue shiska bobs. That's what that is. <laughs> and, and, I, and, I, and I'm saying it. I'm saying it like, and I'm, I'm, I promise you, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No, no. But Shaq had to play against Ewan, Matumbo, Sabonis. Robinson. Robinson. Akeem. Rick Smiths. Um, a king. Greg Ostertag. <laughs> yeah, well, Greg. O- I mean, that's big body. What, what was it? big country, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, well, that's the one that gave him problems. Big country is to kill big me country. though. So hold on. So Brian Reeves, big country, was the one random guy that for some reason gave him problems. Did you have a big country that should not have given Marcus you problems? Banks, man. Marcus I always, Banks. I always give him props because he was, he was, he was six two. And he was stocky, and he could move laterally. Mm-hmm. So even even when I like uh, uh, hit his shoulder or whatever, he was able to, you know, be able, you yeah, front. keep me right there. You know what I mean? I couldn't turn the corner on. He gave me problems. Um, he gave me problems. Kobe gave me problems at times. How could he not? Just as, just oh no, Demar Johnson. Never heard of him, man. Demar Johnson. Sorry, Demar. Gave me big, t- but he. He's six nine, he's six nine, so he could just back up off me and then contest my shot. Of all of his crossovers, where I was just about to ask him, I was gonna before we ask him, which one do you put as his number one? Oh, the Michael Jordan one. Everyone. So, but I, did, I wanted to ask you, like, did dudes worse than I did, Mike? Yeah, was it Antonio McDaniel's? I did him bad. That was that was the that was he like he was. Oh yeah, I remember that. He fell, got back up, and fell again. Yeah. So you were the first guy I seen do it like you did it. Like, for all the kids that's watching, how do you set that up 
And like, once you go like that, are you always coming back that way? I can't, I can't do, I can't cross from, and and people know who told me that's Patrick Beverly. Okay. Cause he was like, if you go, if you're going right, you're going all the way to the basket. Your crossover is from left to right. Right. So if I'm, if I put it in my right hand and the only thing I could do was the cross with my left. I couldn't, I would have to go to the other side of the backboard and use my right. I ain't want to dribble with my left, nothing. You know what I mean? I was in, And yet they would still fall for it. Because, yeah, because you make it, the, the way you do it, you making that person, you got to make it look exactly like you going that way. Mm. You know what I mean? That's and once the you get them leaning. And that was that part. Once you try to beat me to the spot, you're in trouble. Could you see the fear in people's eyes at the top of the key? No, but I tell you, I tell you what, I could, I told, I, one thing I know about basketball and this beautiful, this beautiful game is I can tell when somebody's scared of me. I'm telling you, I can tell, cause I mean, the, the eyes never lie. Thank you. You know what I mean? You can sense fear in, in, in people. This is something you got to just, you got to know. You can't be, you can't teach this. Yeah. And I remember like I would, I would. Before the um the tip off, I would look at my opponent, and just I would just look at him. And you steal once, this from him? Did you guys ever look at each other before a do. game? That's not, what killers do. No, not him. That's what killers do. So and you would look at the I guard. Look, the guy is guarding me. I would look at him, and as soon as he turned his head, God is. Did you do it? Did you do it during the national anthem? Mm -mm. No, because well, that's when I always did my. Huh? When did you do it? Like during I, the game? No, right when, right, right when it um. Oh, the ball, jump okay. off. Yeah, right. Mine was. I'm mine standing was right across from you. Mine was during the national anthem. This part here, for the land of the free <laughs> and up, oh, got him. Yeah, so mm -hmm. it was similar. That's crazy. So he said the one guy that wouldn't look away was Tim Duncan, who was the one guy that never showed fear when you looked in his right. eyes. Who was it for you? Mamba. Marbury. Mamba. Oh, Mamba. Kobe. I'm scared of nobody out there. Mm. And That's what, why we used to, like, me and him used to, because I'm like, because uh, I, I felt I felt like it was, I felt like it was disrespect for a, a, a big man to check me. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know what I mean? Stay you stay down side. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Six, 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 seven. Like, come on, man. I'm going by you all day, you know what I mean? But well, I was just telling you about DJ. What he used to do, though, he used to back up off me, right? And then I used to still turn the corner on him, and he had let me get by, and when I lay it up. Swat. Mm -hmm. mm. Man. DJ had D. Tell me. Pause. You know. Pause. Sorry, my bad. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I didn't mean to. It's a natural reaction. So I want to everybody, man. <laughs> I want to. Uh, that was terrible right there, though. <laughs> you oh, you left it out there. And then yeah. I just swatted Edit that, it. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I don't want no problems. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. Uh, I want to congratulate you on your new appointment. You know, when Reebok came to me and said, hey, we need help in the basketball department. I thought of one person because I remember when I came into Reebok. We were here, and then when you signed, you took it to that next level. So the reason why I thought of you is because I want you to help me take it to that next level. So 
I, I, I haven't called you, I haven't seen you yet, but I want to say thank you for accepting the role as vice president. I appreciate of, it. Of uh, a Reebok it, basketball. And but, 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 big bro, by you doing that, got me more problems. I'm telling you, everybody and their mom. Oh, calling you about shoes? Yeah, man, man, hey, man, <laughs> hey, man, um, uh, come on, man, hook my team up, man, and, 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 and man, uh, give me a spot at Reebok, man, give me a job. I'm like, listen, man, well, let me see a resume or something, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking about damn near every day for the first month that I got that job, I had to deal with that. People in my family, I know you got something for me to do over at Reebok, man. <laughs> man no, I don't, man. <laughs> no, I, I I would love to see like a commercial in like an office of you two like in suits like in the Reebok. That's not gonna happen because uh, I'm not gonna make them wear a suit. Well, yeah. no, of course. And, you know when you have when, when you have people. I like I like I, I don't know man I like that now my girl my girl like when I get suited and booted. Man, have I ever seen you in a suit? Huh? Have I ever seen you in a suit? Man, didn't we get inducted at the same time? Oh, that's right, we did. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Yeah, but my um, my girl was like, I like to see you um, say, man, thirty one years we've been together, and you just now telling me that you like. So, what was it back then? Like, yeah, you ain't like it. You ain't. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't I'm matter of fact, I'm gonna ask. So I heard uh, Steve Nash was asked recently comparing Kyrie to you. Mm -hmm. And I think he was saying that Kyrie has a more complete handle package. Right. Is that something you agree with? Hell yeah. He got the best. Kyrie has the best. He's the best. What do you mean Ever? by more complete? Oh, what do you mean by more complete? I'll let him speak on and, it. And then with, with, um, with I like, um, and Steph handle is crazy, but Steph, and Kyrie jumper is wet too, but Steph, his, his jumper get him over a lot. Because he hit you with the hands so up. so afraid of the jumper. Exactly. Yeah. And then he crossed half court. He can let it go. So you think Kyrie has the best handles ever? Ever. Wow. Ever. ever. Who you think? I'm saying, I'm saying like, like yeah, with, with you me. Have, with in me, the words of Shaq, you have G14 class. Okay, I heard, I heard Rod Strickland on um, All the Smoke. And I love Rod Strickland too. Um, he said, basically, he just go. Basically, Any he, just, direction. he just go. Kyrie will have you beat and then bring it back and play with it. Like he toyed with people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he can, he can still just go. You know what I mean? But if, if he feel like playing with you. So where's my boy falling into that white chocolate? He high there. He high. That's who I would say had the best handles ever. Wow. Like Kyrie is like. Like guys are in their own cat. Like Kyrie is, he's he's really herky jerky. Herky -jerky with it. Yeah. He's herky jerky with it. Hey. Steph, it's it. I think of white chocolate. I think so much of his passing. No, right? he got the whole package. That to me was the special. Like what he would do. Yeah, Kyrie. It, it's interesting. He puts himself into trouble, gets himself out of trouble, then goes back right, into right. it, and then his finish package is insane. Like he can finish from crazy angles. Do you know what a do you know what a move inside of a move is? Mm. I can't do it no more. I can't show you. But yeah, because I was waiting for the answer. I was like, man, hell no. Nah. Is he about to stand up man, and look, cross up somebody man, in the listen, audience? Man, me and this dude, me and this dude over here, 
We in a bar, in a, in a restaurant. Man, this dude is, answer, answer. He called me answer. Answer, I beat you in running. I beat you in running. You can't beat me in racing. You can't beat me in racing. Yeah, whatever. Now, mind you, I ain't ran in about, about five years. Well, this was recently? Yes, listen. You got challenged to a foot race? Man, yes. Man, listen, I go out there, you know what I mean? He telling me, man, no, my homeboy, my best friend, he telling me, he like, yo, you better stretch, man. You better stretch. Man, that stretch, I ain't got to do that to beat this. <laughs> and, then he, and then he said, man, answer, we ain't got to run that far, man. Just run right here. So if, if, if we would have ran in the distance that he, um, wanted, to he run. wanted to, yeah, then it wouldn't have happened to me. Pulled up lane. Damn. Ah, hamstring. Man, that hurt so bad. I was man. I was done for about two weeks. I'm so talking I'm, about man. I'm guessing in your playing career, and you then never they got stretched? me on. They got me on. They got me on. Uh, on I see, video. I see how. I need it. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> they I got, got me you, on hey, video though. And and he like man, I'm getting ready to post this. I said no, the you not. <laughs> <laughs> he really getting ready to post it. Content, bro. Man, so look, man, you, don't I embarrass see, me like that, man. I see Steph. He's, like, doing the bands, the workouts and stuff. Did you stretch before games? Man, I never stretched. Me Not either. one time. Man. Oh, man. Listen. Isn't it funny how much it's When changed? everybody's stretching, that's when I would come in the gym. Because I ain't. I, if, if we got practice at 9 o'clock, I got there at 8.55. So thousands of points, none of them came after stretching. In the words of Will Ferrell and Twin Brothers, did we just become best friends? I did the same <laughs> what do you mean? Bro, we don't need to practice. Go ahead, do it for me. When you just talk about practice, we sitting in here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. I mean, it, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Practice? Practice? <laughs> we talking about practice, not a game. Man, listen, but look. That goddamn story is so bad. Man, listen, because, okay, that summer, my kids was in school. And, I mean, that, 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 they, they were in school, doing the school, um, doing, man, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, look, and all of their teachers and the kids, you know what I mean, tell your daddy don't go. Tell him your daddy don't go. I never wanted to get traded. Right. Tell your daddy don't go. Tell your daddy don't go. So, my my girl out in the in the city, people saying, tell your husband don't go, don't tell him don't go, whatever. So I went, um, Billy King and Coach called me in the office, and they was like, look, you're not going nowhere. You know what I mean? So my thing was, okay, now let's call the press conference so I can tell. Get this over with. I can yeah. tell everybody that. You're staying. Man, yes, man. And I got up there and. This one reporter that used to always ask him. Yeah. And was he, him? huh? It was asking? No, I won't ask him. Oh, I wow. fell out. Me and asking was tight, and then we fell out. Gotcha. I think I ain't come on a show or something like that. Yeah. But I was still, I was my man. Yeah. But anyway, man kept asking me about practice. Kept asking me about practice. And I just couldn't, 
It went off. I, I, just, I just couldn't hold it. And then, you know, the, the I know Shaq agreed with the rant. I know Shaq's like, I don't want to go to practice back. either. My PR people, my PR lady was trying to get me, because if you if you think about it, during the interview, I was like, hold up, I ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? And I just, and that like, like that's that my my best friend had got killed. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, like, and I had to, you know, deal with that. And I'm supposed to be coming in here telling y'all that I'm not going nowhere. And you asking me about practice. practice. And the crazy about that is they, they messing with people for not playing in the games. Game time, I'm always there. Think Hurt about today's NBA. Right. We're trying to get guys to play and, 65 and, and, games. And back then, they was worried about what I was right. doing on the practice court instead of in front of 20,000 people. I know Shaq was probably out there being like, why are we practicing? All the time. Like, they like they always gave me flack for not being in shape during all season. But this is my thing. I used to get beat up so bad, right? I needed the rest. Right. And then and then mentally-wise, who the fuck I need to who the I need to get in shape for? Right. Like, who? Like, I don't give a who you put in front of me. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting what I want. Yeah. Tell you a quick story. Miami, playing for Pat Riley. Pat Riley's a, a stat guy. So one day he brings in Alonzo Morning. He says, Shaq, you know, the guys have their body fat. Alonzo, take your shirt off. I want you to look like this. Alonzo's chiseled. Yo, he that's look a, crazy, He looked look like a machine. Coach said that about Steph. Yeah, yeah. Said, yeah. this is how I want your body to look. Yeah. Did that with me or with Marbury. Alonzo took his shirt off and chiseled. I was like, impressive. But I said, Coach, let me show you something. I said, Alonzo, you look good, look good. I said, Coach, but this is what I average against this. 41, 19, and 6. He's like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, no, he put me on. He said, you can't do it. I said, Coach, I'm... I'm oh, not, against Alonzo. No, so he wanted to like he wanted the, the, the big guys to have ten percent body fat. So I'm not. I said, Coach, I'm a fried chicken cheeseburger guy. I'm not eating no salads. That's just not what I do. Man, Coach Brown played me forty eight minutes one night, and then forty six the next night. Forty eight minutes, then forty six the next night, and tried to get me the um, tried to get me to practice the um after back to back. Exactly. All right, I want to I want to talk about what's on the hoodie because that moment, the step over, this was it was against you guys. So you step over to Ron Lou, another moment that kind of becomes iconic where at the time you probably had no idea it would come that way. I'm curious what it was like from your perspective and then you facing him in that moment where like you appreciate greatness. And I think so but it was against your teammate. So maybe I'll let you go first. There's two answers. First answer, you gotta act like you're mad. Like, what? But then when I got to the bench, Jerome was behind me. I was like, damn, you see what that just did to Tyler? <laughs> I had the towel over. I was like, Jerome, you see what that did to Tyler? God damn, that cold. <laughs> and then when the camera pan back around, you gotta be like, but I, I was there. Man, you I saw funny. it. Ooh, man. <laughs> man, look. I, and now he's going to go so, down. So, so the since you know the pitcher, yeah. I mean the pitcher. Since you know the play, right? Did you see anything out of the ordinary that he did on that play? Thinking back, you no. weren't watching it too good. Was he fouling you? He was holding my hand. Ah. Uh, he was holding my hand on that play. 
See, because I think of the whole story going up was here was Teron, young Teron Lou. He got the same braids. He was trying to be the Iverson stopper. Like, it seemed like he was trying to create this image to be the guy that stopped you. And so I thought that was the buildup. He of it. told me, he told me, he told me, he said, he said, Shaq and Kobe was on him because he looked up to me when he was in college. And they were saying, basically, you're going to let him bust your Yeah. You know what I mean? Pause. Damn. That's no, okay. <laughs> he gonna um and 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 that's why, I mean he was man that, man I'm gonna put him I'm gonna put him in there too I'm gonna put Ty, in there with um mm. um play me tough because he, he he's one me, of the best coaches of all time now, and I love him dog I, I I love that dude so much and look um I remember when he got traded to the Wizards, so we had the free throw line and he was and he was like doing what he do pestering yeah. me. And um, I was like, man, go ahead with that. I said, man, um, that little five five million dollars you got paid, man, that's because of me. He said, he said what I would say. He looked at me and said, thank you. <laughs> and I laughed, and we've been like this ever since. He's awesome. So look, brother, we know we gotta go. I want to say thank you for taking time, and I will see you in the Reebok office soon. We got a lot of work to do. You know, we don't really have a basketball program, so I'm not gonna bother you a lot. But may need you to make some calls and go check out some kids and. See you in about 20 minutes, and I appreciate you, and I love you, love your family. Love you, too. You know, if you ever need anything from me, brother. Thanks, big bro. I'm always there. All right? I appreciate it. Give it up for Allen Iverson, everybody. Love you, my boy. I'll see you in a few. You got to go. This is a man that went from internet sensation to winning over the nation, from breaking Iverson high school records and forging his own path when people you realize actually doubted him, all you can do is F and laugh. From, but he's in the G, to, you know that shit's a 50. Can we give it up for Mac McCluck? Oh, so I, I had the distinct honor last year of being on the court and watching everyone's face as you hit every dunk on the first attempt and the entire nation went, holy I watched Guy Fieri lose his mind. Like, think about that. Yeah. From your perspective, now that we're a year out, bro, like, what was that night like? Man, I think uh, it was really a blur in the moment mm -hmm. uh, just while I was out there. But I remember there was a moment, like, me and my best friends were there. So we came back and we got in the hotel room. We just looked at each other like, what just happened? Like, this is crazy. But, um... The best part was definitely just having all my family and friends there and experiencing, getting to see their faces after, and just, it was just a lovely moment for sure. This is all part of the General's big break here at NBA All-Star Weekend, and I know that the big fella Shaq Diesel is very proud of you. He said beforehand, make them remember your name. Did that resonate with you at all, like other than the fact that it's Shaq, but did that saying at all stick with you? It definitely did. I think I was so nervous that a lot of things were in my head at the time, but I just remember saying, don't miss any dunks. And I was like, yeah, no pressure. Like, I, I, hope, I hope I don't, but I luckily didn't. Uh, what happens after that? So that night you're there with your boys, you're in the hotel room, you're processing what happened. And then you go back to the G, another like averaging over 20 points per game. Um, what has it been like to go back on the basketball court after doing that in the dunk contest? Like, 
did your opponents treat you differently? Were your teammates treating you differently? Not the fans, but like your actual G Leaguers. Yeah, I mean, I think the G League in some way, you know, it's a little different than college. I think it's almost a brotherhood where it's like everybody's trying to make it. You know, we're all in this together almost. So there was definitely a lot of support and congratulations. But, um, yeah, no, it was a it was a little bit more packed crowds and a little more security. It was a little different for sure, but I think everybody kind of still bought in. As you know, we won a championship that year and was an incredible ending. So I asked you right after the dunk contest, "Can we? are you going to come back next year and defend it? And you were like, if you'll have me. And it's like the dunk contest needs you. And I think you know that. How quickly afterwards did you start putting together the repertoire for this year? Yeah, no, I, I wasn't 100% sure I was going to do it. Stop. I know I, I really wasn't. I was, Why? Because, I mean, it, it takes a lot out of you. You know, I was, I was going to see what situation I was in with uh, teams and stuff. But, you know, it's something that you, you don't get any rest on your body. It's hard on your body. Instead of when players take that break, you're going even overtime. And you have to almost a month and a half before uh, start preparing. And so on your off so days. Everybody's winding down to take a week off. Yeah. You're like ramping. Okay. Yeah. So your off days turn into dunk practice. You know what I mean? So it's like a whole ordeal. But um, I called one of my boys, my best friend, and I was like, man, like, I'm thinking, I don't know what to do. And he, he called me. He's like, man, shut up. You're doing that <laughs> again. I was like, all right, man, whatever. And, and I was like, man, now that we're here, it's like, this is such an incredible opportunity. I'm really lucky to be here. And I love dunking. I love playing basketball. Like, it's, it's no question. Who do you bring into the brain trust for, like, ideas? Because you don't want any of it to leak, but you also want good concepts that maybe people haven't seen before. Yeah, I got about four people I send everything to. Uh, they have a dunk coach here, and he's amazing. And then my four best friends who probably get tired of me calling them. right here? Yeah, these guys. I'll, I'll call them at, like, 11, 12. I'm like, hey, what do you think? I just tried this. Do you think this is good enough? Like, blah, blah, blah. And, I'm sure they get tired of it, but they've been, they've been great sports. So with the general, the question we ask usually, and we've done this with like comedians and musicians, who gave you your big break? What would you consider to be your big break in basketball? My big break? Um, I don't know, probably signing my first NBA contract with the Lakers, you know, signing the two-way with them was probably, you know, a surreal moment. Like I'm on an NBA roster, like especially with like, the team that year was like Carmelo, LeBron, Ronda. Like, oh you saw all the gosh. name plates and like to have my name on that too. I was like, man, like, I don't know if I could have dreamed of it like this. You know, you can't even dream it the way you think it's going to be. And then in terms of big break for the dunk contest, how did you find out that you were going to be a participant? Like, what was that phone call? Man, I can't lie. That was a stressful thing too because they were like, we we're going to try to get you in it. And they're like, ah, no, nah, you're not going to be in it. And then like, Maybe like two weeks before, like, hey, you're going to be in it. I'm like, okay, let me, let me get ready. So um, I think that was a big on and off process where I knew there was a chance to do it. But once I got that final call, I was like, all right, it's time to lock in. You said on uh, during the Rising Stars practice, you said, pay attention to the slow-mo replays. And the first thing I thought about was the Vince Carter elbow dunk because – that was so special because people didn't realize it at first. Then when you went back, you're like, damn, his elbow was in the rim. I thought your dunk last year where you tapped the backboard and dunked it, there was an ah, and then there was that second, oh, he touched the backboard. So we're even talking more complex than that? Okay. I, I would say so. I would say so. I think it's – I, I want to make sure they agree because everybody has different opinions. But I think this – I think uh, the slow-mo on these will be more impressive. 
Whoa. Uh, I hope they are. Okay. And I hope I can make them. Do you think you could dunk over Shaq? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I've never, I've never tried. Bro, 7'1". Yeah, he is tall. We're having uh, my goat, AI, come through later. And when I was reading about you beating his records in Virginia, I realized that he's a completely different goat to the people of Virginia. How do you think Virginia sees AI compared to how everybody else sees AI? It's hard because he's such, he's loved so much by a lot of places in the world, really, like overseas, everybody loves him. And Virginia, like, it's a whole nother thing, man. I don't, I can't even explain it, man. He's a hero. Like, he's a, he's a folklore, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's incredible. Have you had a chance to meet him? Yeah, I just saw him, like, five minutes ago. Uh, he actually went to his game in high school. He showed me a lot of love for wow. beating his record. But, yeah, I just saw him in the hallway a couple minutes ago. Take me back to, like, high school Mac, breaking a record, you're chasing this name, mm -hmm. and then, boom, love. Man, I mean... It was someone I first just looked up to and loved everything about him and uh, getting him to, you know, hit me up and ask me to come to his game and show me love and, you know, make fun about the, the record and everything was just, it was the coolest from a kid from Gate City, Virginia. If you could take me back to that high school journey where I felt like my feed was one of two things for like six months. It was either you, Duncan, or Zion, Duncan. It just felt like it was going back and forth. I feel like that started this whole wave of Instagram hoops where like people were making their names off these viral clips. What, to, to ride that wave, how did that feel as you were going through it? Man, it was crazy because I was so disconnected from the outside world. I was in a town of a thousand people. So like I was just walking around and, you know, going to the games and obviously the games were crazy sold out hours and hours before, but like, I didn't know until maybe a year later I, like, went to Vegas or something for a game and, you know, like, a, like a worker ran out of the store and was like, yo, Mac. I'm like, what do you mean, yo, Mac? Like, like a random are you, are you related or something, you know? And I was yeah. like, what? Like, man, I guess those videos, like, people were really seeing them, you know? It was just, it was crazy. I mean, just, you know, the support from the basketball community. You know, I've been on teams with the best players, you know, and yeah. been on teams for with LeBron and Steph Curry for a little bit. So it's like... After seeing those guys, it's hard to, you know, like see anything else that can compare to that. What did you take away from, let's say, Steph Curry first? What was that? What, what do you take from that experience that normal fans like us will never see? Man, it's it's cool because it's not like I was a, a high guy on the on the roster. So it's just really um, his preparation. Obviously, everybody hears about that. But the coolest thing was like who he was as a person. Like he's a genuinely good person, man. Just like gives time to everybody and. Uh, just a kind human, man. That, that was the coolest part about it. What about LeBron? Yeah, LeBron's the man, too. I mean, he's a very cool, charismatic guy that everybody just kind of listens to. And when he walks in the in the gym, it's different. You know, you're like, man, that guy has an aura about him. Like, he's he's different, but a uh, super good guy as well. So, you know, I, I don't think it's, it's um, on accident that those guys are so successful. If you get the call one day and they say, hey, forget the 10-day, we're signing you to an active NBA roster, for you in this journey, what would that mean to you? It'd be incredible. Um, it's something I've been working for and, and feel like I've, I've deserved for a little bit. So um, I think the journey would definitely continue, but it would be a, a sitting moment where I'm like, man, a lot of odds were just beaten at this moment, and uh, I, I wouldn't take it for granted. This ha I, I have heard this as a frustration from a number of G-leaguers I've talked to. I hear this from Jamal Crawford that – 
sometimes those roster spots, those 12, 13, 14, 15, it doesn't make sense. And I'm just curious how often guys in the G League are talking to each other being like, I would mess that dude up. It definitely happens a lot. And I think, um, you know, when especially when like friend a friend leaned over and smiled. So yeah. I feel like I may be onto something there. No, I mean, I, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to knock off anybody. Yeah, but I'm just saying like the competitive nature of it all. Absolutely. I mean, I think when I was younger, I maybe felt that way. I understand how the business works a little more now. So it's like, yeah, of course, when a high draft pick comes down and you put 30 on them, you're like, well, what's up? Like, you know, yeah. like I could help this team out, but it's it's not how the game works. You know, I know how I'm going to try to get in the NBA and it's going to have to be in a situation where I, you know, it's lucky something happens. God forbid somebody gets hurt or something. I'm on their roster. It's just like it's going to be a lucky opportunity that you have to make the most of and be ready for. I'm sure you've been asked a million times, you're Mount Rushmore of dunkers, so we're not going to do that. I would love to know your Mount Rushmore, though, of dunks pulled off at a dunk contest. And this can be NBA. This could be maybe ones that we would see like N1 mixtape tour, anything. Who would you, which ones would you put in your top four? My top four would be... Like, what's, do you have a number one? Yeah. What's number one? One would be Aaron Gordon under both legs. So under both legs where he compressed his body and was like horizontal. Yeah, that was crazy. I don't, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. Okay, so that's number one all time. Yeah. Two would probably be also Aaron Gordon off the spin when the guy was spinning. With the spinning it. magic mask. Incredible, yeah. Okay. That's one and two is Aaron Gordon. Yeah. What about three and four? I would say three would be Zach Levine's first dunk his first year when he went between the legs and then reversed it on the other side was just crazy and then four would be mj for sure free throw mj free throw line yeah did you have that poster i probably did yeah i probably did i had that poster yeah so aaron gordon aaron gordon zach levine michael jordan when you hear people say that the dunk contest doesn't have as much luster to it but then last year Kenny Smith said, number one, a star is born, and two, that you save the dunk contest. Something that has been woven into the fabric of America, that Saturday night of All-Star, we watched the greatest athletes in the world dunk, that you were being called saving it. I want to know what that does for you, and I want to know what it did for your parents. Man, um, I don't know. I really don't it's know. Heavy. It's heavy. I don't know how to explain it. I just feel lucky that I got to be a part of it. And, you know, I don't know if it needed saving. I knew somebody would come back around and do great. And you see Jalen Brown's in it this year. Like, it's just, it's it's a beautiful contest. You know, we all love watching Duncan. So I think it was going to come back with me or with not without me. But um, I'm just happy to be a part of it. I know my parents were definitely proud, and it was a cool moment. So one thing Shaq loves to do is he says that you're an alien and that the humans are earthlings. And so you can never listen to the earthlings because you're an alien. And he doesn't believe in fear. To go on a stage like that, what is your relationship with fear? Yeah, I, I do believe in fear. I think you have to have spaces for everything. And I think I have spaces to coexist with fear because I think you don't ever want it to be a decision maker, but you don't want to, uh, to act like it's not there because it is. I think we all know it is, but I think you have to learn how to coexist with it. And I definitely will be nervous. I'll definitely be a little scared, but I think my preparation will hopefully show. Is there a celebrity, man or woman, that if they were sitting courtside and that afterwards was like, oh my God, Mac, that you would be starstruck by? Um, I'd probably say uh, like Harry Styles probably be my answer. What? Yeah. 
<laughs> can you can you explain that? To yeah, me, of course. I, I'm I'm a huge Harry Styles fan. I think his music is incredible. Um, I'm not dismissing Harry Styles. Yeah, it no, was he's just great. not what I was expecting. Yeah, no, I I would say him or um, maybe You're, Stevie Nicks. If Stevie Nicks popped out, that'd be dope. Are you? Do you have really dry humor? No, I'm so serious right now. Stevie yeah. Nicks and Harry Styles. Yeah, those are my favorite. Yeah. How how Stevie Nicks? Um, my dad used to listen to him a lot, and I just kind of got put on from him. And I I just love all of her music. I love Fleetwood Mac. I just a big fan. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, we are all rooting for you. We cannot wait to see what you have in store. Because I know that you have spent 365 days crafting something special. You've earned this spot. Uh, I've watched a lot of your G League games. You have more than just dunking your game. And I'm really hoping that you get that call and that I can go and, and I can call you on NBA and TNT and be like, McClung, McClung is messing people up right now, bro. Oh, man. We love you, brother. Hey, I love you too, man. Congrats Appreciate on everything, that. man. Thank you very much, man. So there's a reason we don't use teleprompters on TNT because Shaq would just try and read everything that I'm saying or try to make me make a mistake. Because I'm jealous of that perfect white guy voice. It's true. If I had that voice. What would you do if you had good white guy voice? Can't tell you. There's kids in here. Okay. <laughs> Apparently I'm not using this thing properly. Yeah. Okay. Ask Ooh, with a live studio audience. Yes, let's do it. To those in the audience, we have a segment called Ask Dr. O'Neill. He is actually a doctor, and people actually write in questions so that he can solve them. This is from Jesse B. Smith in San Diego County, and they ask, Dr. O'Neill, my home and business has been for sale for five months, and it hasn't sold. I can't find a buyer that realizes that 22 acres and 1,200 avocado trees is worth $1.25 million dollars. Should I let it go for less so I can move on, or should I hold tight and wait for the right buyer? Also, thanks for all the Lakers' memories and being an awesome human being. I don't know what his financial status is, but, you know, if you're adamant about something and you want your price, you should wait. You know, you hear a lot of people say the market is up, the market is down. I really don't know what that means. But, you know, if you have to get rid of it, you should probably lower the price, you know, the the good thing about selling is the more marketing you have, the more eyes they can see it. Mm. So I'm sure, if, I mean, I don't know what his marketing strategy is, but it has to be more than Zillow or Homes.com. He has just have to you know, promote, 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 and hopefully somebody will see it. How many avocado trees? 1,200. That's a lot. That is a lot. I mean, I... I hope that I sounds actually like a whole new career path. Like when I was selling my house, I, I, I needed to get rid of it right away. So I, I uh, lowered the prices a couple of times. And then I don't know how much you pay for it. I don't know how much you're going to profit. I don't know if he's going to lose. So, I mean, again, I'm, I'm not an expert at this subject. But if you're really adamant about you want to get rid of it now, mm. then you should probably lower the price. We have another one. Uh, by the way, if you have a question you'd like to ask Dr. O'Neill, you can either leave your question in the YouTube comments for the episode. Or you could ask me from, from out there. Send it via email to askdroneal at gmail.com. I got this from someone in the audience. Uh, they called themselves Concerned Cheryl. They said, hey, Shaq, Dr. O'Neill, I think my husband, uh, excuse I wrote that. My boyfriend might be onto something, and I really want to go into his phone and check. Should I? 
Concerned Cheryl says, I think my, my boyfriend might be onto something. Should I go look through his phone? The answer is no. Mm. And let me tell you why. And every man sighs No, no, this, 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 this is real. Sometimes you have to understand what you're looking at. Like my last re- relationship, I, I, I found out the term emotional cheating. Ooh. I, I never heard that in my life. And I, was a, and I was a serial cheater. Like I was a real cheater, but I wasn't cheating this time. But somebody had texted me, I love you. And I responded, I love you. But you say I love you to everybody. That's the point. You have to know what you're reading. Oh. See what I'm saying? Like if you pick up your husband's phones and, hey, I miss you, Danny, right? Oof. And You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, hey, I miss you, Frida. First, you have to know who Frida is. What if Frida is your grandmother or, you know, Frida is a cousin? Right. So if you're going to look, just understand what you're looking for. And you should ask him for permission. And if he says no, then you probably have to go to plan B. I'm excited to hear what plan B is. I don't know what plan B is because I never had anybody go that far. But, no, you just really have to know what you're looking for because, you know, you, like if you're reading the wrong thing and you comprehend it the wrong way, things can go bad. Again, I like the emotional cheating. Do you believe in emotional cheating? I would. What was the definition given to you? Like texting or communicating? Yes, texting. Anything that's not physical cheating. Yes, it was texting and communicating, but my question was, how do you know my emotions? Just because I say I love you don't mean I want to hang out. Don't mean I'm going to lie to I you. I would and say, then, yeah, there are other things that can be said other than I love you that are probably more incriminating. Is there a woman out there that understands emotional cheating? And would you like to take the mic to explain yes, emotional anybody? cheating to Dr. You? O'Neill? Anybody? No. Bro, we got 50 women in here and no woman. Okay, come on. And here we have... Nairi, would you like to describe emotional cheating to Dr. O'Neill? Yeah, so Dr. O'Neill, <laughs> <laughs> emotional cheating is like you're in, or you're, you know, you're already in a committed relationship, right? Got it. And then emotional relationship is like you have that same emotional, in depth relationship with someone else. But how do you? Who isn't your? Who is your wifey? But how do you know it's the same emotions? You use the word same emotion. How do you know it's the same emotions? Okay, maybe not the same, but more than a friendship emotion. But how do you know it's more than a friendship based on the text? Well, <laughs> I'm just asking because I don't know. Because I mean, Adam, you so, know what I'm saying. Well, I want to be Switzerland in this one, but I think <laughs> that my. So let's just do varying degrees. She looks in your phone, and you're like, "Hey, babe, I miss you." Right. To another woman. Okay. Do you understand why she would get upset? Yes and no. Okay. And, and let me, no, and let me explain why. Johnny Cochran, this is good. In the world of being a criminal, you ever heard of the word overt act? Not really, no. Okay, so I could say I'm going to harm this good-looking bald head guy right there, right? We can say it, post or whatever. And then let's just say me and you get in the car and make the overt act. Now we could be charged with conspiracy. Mm. So I could say I miss you doing that. But if I don't see the person, if I don't hang out with the person. So you can say things as long as you don't act on it. I I thought you can, but obviously you can't. Someone's entering the stage now. Like, like, like for example, I I had a a girlfriend that was really good to me. Just didn't work out, right? So if she says, I love you, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm dating somebody else now. Off. I love you, too, because I did. Like, you know, when I was in a, a bad place, she helped me get out that bad place, so I'm always have love for her. But I don't see her. 
I don't hang out. I don't do the overt act. What if say, the text is sexual in nature? Well, the text won't be sexual in nature because... You're not a sexter. No, not at all. Have you ever sexted? <laughs> not admissible in yes, court. Yes, I have. So what do we have here? We, all right, Miss Tamara, yes, can you Ms. explain Tamara, to... Miss Tamara, is this yeah. an Ask Dr. O'Neill or a comment on emotional cheating? This is a comment on emotional cheating. Yes, okay. ma'am. I feel like emotional cheating is you're in a committed relationship with someone and emotionally they can't meet your needs. So you find someone else that can. So you're having conversations with that other woman or man. Mm. And emotionally, there's an attachment because they're hearing you when the person that you're actually with is not hearing you. You are a beautiful young lady, but I'm going to have to respectfully disagree. <laughs> okay. When I'm just talking and flirting, I'm just talking and flirting. Like all my texts, not new people, old people, high school, high school girlfriend. I found this picture of, of us on the prom. This was a great night. I love you. I love you too. Why are you still talking to your old high school girlfriend? See, like. So my question for you would be yes. this: As my favorite athlete of all time just walked in, and we'll wrap this up. If you saw a, a girl that you I were, won't check. I don't check. Mm. What if it showed up? She's using her phone. She's broadcasting on the screen, and then a bubble pops up. High school boo, I miss you, baby. Then I'm going to do something and send him the video of what we're doing. <laughs> and says she belongs to me now. And that was relationship advice from Dr. O'Neill. Thank, you, darling. Thank you so much, Tamara. Thank you, young lady. talking about practice, not a game. <laughs>